You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. We are back on the drive. I'm Dale Lolly here with Matt Williamson, and we're back in black. And uh, Matt, you uh, you sent me this thing: your top five, 25 running backs in the NFL for the 2021 season. You didn't include any rookies on here. Didn't include rookies. Um, here's here's the plan. I'm going to do it for every position for Pro Football Network. This was the first of them. The way I judged it was how good are these guys right now? I don't care about their contract. I don't care what they did last year. Obviously, these things you know that factors in. Uh, I didn't think it was fair to rank rookies with them, but I think for our purposes, we should incorporate certainly Najee and maybe even the other top guys. You know, would yeah, you just, rather have them than this guy? Does ATN figure right, into right, the right. equation at all? Javante Williams, who I like a lot, and you know, Melvin Gordon's on this list. He's going to compete with him directly. Right. I mean, uh, Mostert's on this list. He's going to compete with Sermon directly. You know, and so. this will give Steeler fans if if you're still on the fence about the Steelers' selection of mm-hmm. Najee Harris, think about this as we're going down this list. Because if we were going to do, if you if you extended this out, even past thirty-two, I had about five names that were just miss too, that, and none of them were Steelers. None of them were Steelers. <laughs> Connor wasn't one, you know. Right? Actually, Edmonds was one that Connor's competing with. Yeah. I thought about Fournette. I actually almost put Naheem Hines here because he's such a good receiver, yeah. but he only does one thing, and he's little. Uh, Kenyon Drake didn't make the list. I mean, Kareem so Hunt got, is Kareem Hunt on the list. Yeah, he's on the list. Okay. Yeah, but it's interesting. I mean. It, it, to pull back the curtain, I'm going to do this for every every position. And lists sell. And this is a, t- a tough time of year to create things. So it's starting to be list season. And you'll see them all over the internet. But when you actually write them, you get a pretty good feel for the position around the league, too. Right. Like, I'm excited to do safeties. Minka might be one, you know, or outside the you know, edge guys. TJ's going to be the top yeah, couple. Yeah, I think when you did that last year, you still had uh, – I had Derwin one. You had Derwin too. James still number one. I don't know how you can put him number I'm one this year. I'm going to right. Yeah. I mean, some of these played guys, in two years. Yeah, and – well, I guess we'll get to one and two. I mean, some of these running backs have been injured, too. But yeah. let, let's count them down worst to first. Okay. Because so, some of these guys in the top 25, there's a lot of negatives I write about these dudes, yeah. too. You know, I mean, these isn't all glowing praises. Even and again, for the 12th guy. Pre-Najee you know. Harris, there's no Steelers even close to this top 25 list. No, no, including Connor, for that right. matter. Uh, so 25, you have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I came up with 24 pretty easy, and then there was about five names. I mentioned a few of them, and I gave it to Hilaire. Um, he wasn't super impressive as a rookie. I mean, he had a couple of games. A couple of games. Yeah. He was he started to produce early on, unlike the, the other rookies on this list. They he, were all opportunity. Yeah, he had opportunity. Um, still not great in protection, not great in short yardage. I think he'll be a perennial part-time back, but I do think his best is yet to come, and um, maybe we should do this for every back, too. I would not trade Najee Harris straight up for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Nor would I. Would you trade ATN straight up for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? I'll bet the Chiefs might. Maybe. I'll bet they might. Yeah, I mean. They they really like speed. They really do. <laughs> they value I, I think that. ATN has more every-down qualities. Yeah. But I, I, uh, I mean, I'm hard on Edwards-Hilaire, but I liked him a lot a year ago. No, I did, I was, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not going to yeah. kill him for one strange rookie year 
Yeah. One of the reasons why, you know, I bumped him down a little bit, though, is that size factor. It's just he's, he's not going to get any bigger. No, it's always going to be a problem. Yeah. Uh, 24, you have Damian Harris, a guy who shared time with Najee Harris. Yeah. It's a little <laughs> confusing. I like the player a lot. Um, in New England, if people aren't totally familiar, he pretty much asserted himself as the top back. Toward the end of the, the year, over, he was, yeah. Yeah. Once he got healthy. That's he been some the, good times. Kind of been the problem with him, though, is he's gotten dinged up a little bit he these has. first couple of years. And as everyone could probably assume, everyone keyed on the run like crazy. It was such a bad pass. They game. couldn't do anything else. Six touchdown passes from Six the quarterbacks last year. The quarterbacks, yeah. And, but how about this for Harris, though? I mean, he had zero touches on third down. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, and he's my 24th best guy, you know, and didn't touch the ball once. On I'm taking down. Najee Harris over Damian Harris. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think Saban would, too, and people yeah. know all of them. Yeah. And they drafted Ramondi Stevenson this year, and I don't think Michael's in it for the long haul. Yeah. Uh, number 23 of Antonio Gibson. I'm really high on him. I, I expect him to be 10th if we do it a year from now. I just can't do it yet. I mean – I, these aren't projections. It's not how good I think your career is going to be. It's where you're at now. And he has some work to do in protection. And, you know, he, he was not an established running back coming out of Memphis. Touched the ball like 95 times in his college career. Right, right. So they knew he was a work in progress. Yeah. I mean, I think he's ready to blow up. But that's a bit of a projection. So he's low for now. I'd still rather Najee. I'd rather have Najee. Yeah. I'd rather, I think I'd rather have ATN and Javante Williams over all three of those guys right now. Me too. Although we talked about Edward Solaire, I don't want to crush him. I mean, just of where he's at. I mean, like I might, I'm taking Gibson ahead of those guys in fantasy, though. You know, like well, yeah, he's got, I mean, he's got a, a really he's got a clear clear path yeah. to starting. If I'm not taking, I'm taking Najee. I'm, I'm taking Najee Harris coach, over him, though. I would trade Gibson for those three backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number twenty-two, Raheem Mostert. I don't think he's long for this world. He, I don't think he is either. He runs like his hair's on fire. They drafted <laughs> two and signed Gallman. This is the classic late-round running back who catches fire for a couple of years yes. and will fizzle out quickly because he's not built for it. He's not built for it, and he's not super talented, but he fits the system really well. There's a reason why they drafted two running backs this year. Right, and signed Gallman like yeah. the week before the draft. You know I mean? But he hits it and goes, and his production's hard to argue with. Health has been another issue, though. Health with has him. been a problem. I think he missed eight games last year yeah. or something like that. So I bet he's not on this list next year. Probably not, and I and would definitely take all three of those running backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over he him doesn't right fit every system. Yeah. You know, he's a straight line, run like your hair's on fire guy. Number 21, James Robinson. A tough guy to put, to put in there, but I didn't want to undersell his rookie year. No. I, I think he caught 40-some passes. 49, which, yeah. Yeah, I, I knew he had some catches. I didn't realize it was that many. There's only five They didn't have six, anybody else. They didn't have anybody else. Yeah. There's only five or six backs that caught more, and that's not even his forte. I mean, he's a grinder. If you would have, to me, if you would have taken any of those other backs who were drafted, like the top seven backs from mm-hmm. last year's draft, put them with the Jaguars, giving them every opportunity like James Robinson got, Yeah. They probably, they're actually probably put up better numbers than Robinson did. Probably. It was, this was all about opportunity for him, is my Huge, point. Huge, without question. Yeah. They used the first-round pick on a back, a much different one, ATN. Um, not that Robinson stinks. I'm no, not saying no. that, but... I think they inherited, the new staff inherited Robinson, watched his tape, and said, he's a nice find, we can do better. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, he, he probably won't be in the top 25 next year. 20 is Melvin Gordon. He was a tough one for me to That spot. is a tough one, yeah. Arrow's going down. They traded up to get Javante. 
But I think you have to respect Gordon's game still. He's been a good all-around back. Let's not forget, folks, Melvin Gordon was a first-round draft pick. He was a first-round pick. Yeah. He was very productive. Um, the number I found there was, you know, or the, you know, the back to back that up, when he was the only – when Lindsey was hurt, Gordon really produced He had well. some monster games. He had yeah. some big games. Yeah. So I still think he's capable, but – uh, I don't I, think they want him to have to do that, though. That's why they went out and got Javante Williams. Sure, sure. And I think his contract's up after the year, so he could be somebody that he'll be cheap after the season probably. Yeah. Just the way it goes. But he's had a good career. Number 19 is DeAndre Swift. Another tough one. First of these rookies that did very little to start the season, and then I think his last six games did a lot. A lot of upside as a receiver. I, I think Which I is rare him. for the Georgia backs. Yeah, right, right. I, I think I called him a flash player, you know, that uh, you saw flashes you know, of why, you know, he can be a really dynamic overall playmaker. Would you trade him for no. Najee Harris? I wouldn't either. No, and I like him. I mean, yeah. I'd love to have him on my team no matter what team I have. I might trade him for the other two backs. Maybe. That would, that would be a consideration. Maybe, maybe. That would definitely be a consideration. Um, number 18. I don't know if you caught this or not, but you have DK Dobbins, not JK. Oh, did I? Yeah. Well, they have editors for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have JK Dobbins. Uh, we both had him as our number one back yeah. going into the draft last year. I don't want to change year. too far off that. Yeah. Um, great yards per carry, but so did Gus Edwards. So right. that's system-based. Um, I want more from a receiver, but I don't know if we'll get it. Yeah, I think a lot of teams now are, are doing what the Steelers did with Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. and the idea is, okay, we're going to designate some players to just hit Lamar. So we're going to take them out of the equation to stop the running game mm-hmm. because we don't want Lamar running the football. So if these other guys get five yards on us, so be it. Yeah, and we'll get a couple more helmets on yeah. Lamar. We didn't talk about this, but I think that's a big reason the Browns traded up for Owosu Koromora. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be your Lamar spy. Yes. Perfect for that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think that does help the, the running back average in Baltimore a little bit. Oh, without question. Without uh, question. But, yeah, because you, you just want to beat up Lamar. Yeah. You know, those, those hits that you put on him early in the game have a factor or play a factor later in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's a close game and he's got to start throwing the football and he's taking a couple of helmets to the ribs. Yeah. You know. History also shows, going back to Mike Vick, Vince Young, you know, those running backs that played with those guys always had high yards per carry, yeah, too. because you got a key on the, the, the quarterback. The can't crash in as much. Chris Johnson, Warwick Dunn, T.J. Yeah. Duckett. You don't have linebackers shooting the gaps and those kind of right. things because they got to play it different. They get us. You're afraid to get embarrassed, yeah. too. Um, DK, or, I always call him DK. <laughs> J.K. and uh, Harris were both of our number one backs. Who would you rather have right this second? Harris. Me, too. Bigger. Yeah. Bigger, catches the ball just as well, if not better. I know he's a good receiver. I yeah. think Dobbins is a bit of projection as a receiver. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, I, I don't know how fast um, Harris is. I, I don't bet know. Dobbins wins a race. Dobbins would probably win the race, yeah. but if I had, if I have to get a yard, I'd rather have Harris. I'd sure much rather have Harris. Yeah. Yeah. yeah me too. Uh, number seventeen, you have David Montgomery. I was never fond of him because he's not a big play guy. He had a really good year. Yeah. I mean, he caught a lot of passes with, with Cohen out. Gets a lot of yardage after contact. Wasn't in a great situation. I, I respect what he's done. Yeah, I, I thought, you know, he was very, uh, you know, you look at him, you go, well, he's kind of ordinary. Mm-hmm. But he was productive. And even early in his career, yeah, that wasn't a very good pick by the Bears. Yeah. They'd have been in a lot of trouble without him. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> Didn't have anybody else. Yeah, with the playoffs. Uh, number 16, Kareem Hunt. I think he starts for, I guess, 15 other teams by yeah. the sound of it. 
really, I mean, really good career in Kansas City before. Been good for the Browns, not great. You know, I, I think he's a really good player. Good in, re- good in the receiving game. Would you take Najee Harris over him? No. I mean, even character stuff aside, I think Najee's a better football player. Better football player. Yeah. I agree. Uh, 15, Chris Carson. I mean, he's kind of in that David Montgomery mold. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Like, and if you put David Montgomery with the Seahawks. Or Carson with the Bears. Or Carson or with the Bears. I think yeah. those those mm-hmm. are pretty much the same guy. Yeah. I mean, scores a lot of touchdowns. Okay in the receiving game. It's a hard runner. Hard runner. I mean, a, a more reliable version of a Connor-type guy. Um, I think it said a lot that, you know, they could have went a lot of different directions and quickly brought him back when he hit free agency. You know, they, they count on him. But he's a guy that probably isn't long for this world. Probably either. not, yeah. No, he's, right? uh, he kind of broke down a little bit last year. Right. I think that's going to start happening more often. I would bet on it. Yeah. I would bet on it. 14. He's another perfect example. of. I think it was a seventh-round pick. Yeah. You get two, three good years out of him. That's what you get. Yeah. And they're not great years. They were good years. Good years, yeah. yeah. Uh, Josh Jacobs. I think he's breaking down, too. He has a hard time staying on the field. They don't use him on third downs. or He doesn't catch the ball nearly as much as you'd like. But he's a really good player. Yeah. I'd rather have Harris. I'd rather have Harris. I think Alabama showed us early in his yeah, career. When right, they right, when right. they had both, they, they used both. Mm-hmm. Which t- leads me to believe, like, when they had Harris this year and he was the guy. He was the guy. He was the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so. Two years ago, Harris could be the guy or Jacobs could be the guy. Right. Yeah, right. I, I think Jacobs is a. Fun guy to root for and is remarkably tough, but I don't know. If he they showed us a little bit when they went out and signed Kenyon Drake to some money. Yeah, which I'm not sure I would have done any which way you cut it, but still. Yeah. Speaking of another Bama back, right? Another Bama back. There's another <laughs> one coming up that's about 260 coming. Uh, 13, Cam Akers. I'm a big fan. It doesn't wow you in any one neighborhood, you know, one particular thing. I think he's really good in all, all areas of, of running back. Took over that job um, late in the late in the season too. Yeah. He really did become the guy. That just drove me month. nuts. I had both Acres and Dobbins last year on my yeah, uh, yeah, fantasy team, and I'm just sitting there with them all year long, like not playing them because mm-hmm. you never knew. No, oh, it's so hard. I would still rather have Harris. Uh, I like Acres a lot, and he might be on a lot of my fantasy teams, but I, I think Harris is a better prospect. Number twelve, Miles Sanders. Now we're getting into that area where you, yeah. I think this is that area where, okay, is Harris better than these guys? Part of me loves Sanders because I see tons of ability. You know, Steelers fans saw him take one to the house. You know, he has big playability. I wish he was a little more consistent, you know, some drops. Some and bumbles. could stay healthy. I think could it, stay healthy. he's right. a little slight for the position. A little bit. Uh, yeah. And yeah. that shows up because yeah. he takes some big hits and. I know he went later than people, you know, when we expected, but they drafted Kenny Gainwell, too. You know, like, yeah. they, they got their Naheem Hines. Who's similar, their, yeah. The Colts staff, you know. I mean, I don't know if everyone views Sanders as an every-down back. Yeah, I think they look at him as more of a, let's get him the ball 15 times a game. Even, mm-hmm. that's what they did with him. That's kind of what he is. Yeah. Right? I kind of feel like it's a crucial point in his career. Is it is he, is he going to be like AT, is ATN going to be like him, is the question. Probably. I think that's yeah. kind of the what I you're looking for. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'd rather Najee. Yeah. Number eleven is Austin Eckler. I love Austin Eckler. Super productive. Had a great year last year. Went healthy. Catches a ton of balls. Um, I, I think he's set up for a really big year and an improved offense with a second year quarterback. But he's. A limited touch guy, too. Yeah. I think you, your main point there was when healthy. When healthy. And yeah, they've drafted true. backs 
the last couple of years, yeah, even, and one this year. Kelly and those yeah. guys, right. Because they, they realize that, hey, we can't give this guy the ball 20 times a game. No, I don't think he can. But he produces like crazy when he gets it. Yeah, I think less is more with him. Mm-hmm. He's a fantasy favorite of mine, but I don't think he's close to – you would never swap him up straight up for Najee Harris. No. For the Steelers. Yeah. I mean, different type guys. Number 10 is the aforementioned Joe Mixon, who we talked about, who Najee Harris played against in high school. That was an interesting story, huh? <laughs> I think Mixon's immensely talented. He's another one that doesn't see the field enough. I don't think doesn't his... get as They've had Giovanni Bernard all the mm-hmm. time, so he stole some of the third down touches away from him. Well, he's not there anymore. Yeah, and Mixon did start to grab some of that last year, but it took too long in his career. We know his blocking hasn't been great. You know, they've been playing from behind a lot. Um, if Harris turned into a Mixon-like player, I'd be fine with it. I think there's some similarities. Yeah. Uh, number nine, Jonathan Taylor, the highest of the of the rooks of the rooks from last year. Yeah, caught a lot more passes than I expected. I mean, that was a boost I gave him over some of the other rookies. Certainly has the every-down qualities as a runner. Um, I'm not a big speed is important for running backs, but he has He's it. got speed. He yeah. runs away from people. Plays behind a good offensive line. Sure. And is, but he's a foundation of their offense. Yeah. That'd be a tough call for me. If, if After one season, I've seen a season of him in the NFL. If the Colts said, hey, send us Najee, we'll send you Taylor. Burden the hand there with Taylor's would be interesting. But this goes back to what we were talking about when you take Najee Harris. Again, when we opened this up, we opened this segment. We talked about there. there's no back on the Steelers roster, even last year with Connor, who cracks his top 25. Didn't even cross my mind to put one on. Well, now we're down to number nine here, ten and nine, nine and ten. And now that's the neighborhood. And that's the neighborhood you're talking about with Najee Harris. Right, right. Absolutely. That's why you take that player. And he's that, got all the future spot. ahead of him. You know, yeah. like we're going to come to Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's better than Najee Harris, but I wouldn't trade him right now. No, he's got <laughs> he's, I mean, what's he way more mileage. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, number eight for you is Aaron Jones. He's made a lot of money. He's another one that doesn't get a ton of touches. You know, Jamal Williams is always factored in. A.J. Dillon's going to factor in. A dynamic player, though. Really good receiver. Um, for the Steelers, though, I'd rather have the every down guy. Yeah, I you think know, so. I'm not sure. Jones is a really good player. Um, but I want somebody that on third and one and first and ten. Two different coaching staffs have now had Aaron Jones and not made him the man. No, and they drafted the guy in the second round last year, knowing this day was coming. Uh, Number seven is Ezekiel Elliott. That's a tough one. I would rather have Harris just because. Without a doubt, because of the wear and tear. But he was a tough guy to rank. I almost put him behind Jones. I think that's when we we were talking about him with the fantasy rankings before. Like, where do you you slot him in at? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's some really good things to say about him. Like, he's on a Hall of Fame pace. I mean, he's had a great career, but this past year he looked sluggish. His run blocking was bad, you know, but he tore it up when Dak was there. You know, yeah. like uh, some running backs are obviously, they all are, dependent on their surroundings to some degree. And his surroundings were really good early in the year, really bad late in the year. But he himself didn't look as good to me. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if he was playing through something or. Right. Or is he just the beginning of the end? Yeah, that could be. Number six, Nick Chubb. I'd rather Chubb than Harris. Yeah, Nick Chubb to me, I don't. I think I said my first sentence was he might be the best ball carrier in the league. Yeah, I don't know if I wouldn't put him above some of these other guys ahead of him, but he doesn't catch the ball as That's much. What I, I had to yeah. hold that against him, and, and the Hunt thing I did not hold against him as a part-time player. That's not his fault. If Hunt wasn't there, he'd get even more carries. And when he came back from injury last year, he got everything. Yeah, and was a stud. 
Um, Harris is a better receiver and always will be, though. Yeah. You know. Number five is the aforementioned Derrick Henry. You could put him at one. I mean, he's led the league in rushing two years in a back row. Back-to-back years. And yeah. rushing yards. 49 touchdowns in his last 45 games. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow. There's something to be said for that. And he is different. Doesn't catch a ball, though. Yeah. I mean, he's still a really good player, and I think he's in the, the peak of his powers. So I'm not talking about what he's going to be two years from now. I mean, I'm talking about how good he is right now. The dudes above him catch the ball. Um, number four, you have Dalvin Cook. Yeah. You've used that example a couple times. They drafted Darisaw and then Wyatt Davis because their O-line's been so it's bad. Been bad. And he's still – yards per game was only behind Henry last year, and they were far and away better than everybody else. He's an exceptional runner. That, to me, receiver. is the biggest argument for the people saying that the offensive line – uh, you should you be gotta, first, yeah. Yeah, you got to fix the offensive line first before the back. Well, Dalvin Cook's a great back. A great back. And if you had any doubt about that, look at the games last year for the Vikings with Dalvin Cook, mm-hmm. and then when they didn't have him, and see what the other running uh, backs did. It's it's night and day. Night and day. Night and day. Makes a lot of yardage on his own. But that's also one of the knocks. Hey, I don't think he's played a 16-game schedule Well, yet. when you, you know, yeah. he's not the biggest back. No, but um, durability's a, a, yeah. in the name. And that was, a, that was an issue for him coming out a little it bit. Was, it yeah. was, it was. Number three, Alvin Kamara. He could be one. Yeah. I mean, remarkably uh, consistent. I think he caught 81 passes three years in a row, and then past year he caught 83. Yeah. You're like, wow. He scores a ton (laughs) of touchdowns. But Um, you wonder what that's going to look like this year without Breeze. Probably not as good. Because when they they didn't have Breeze last year, when when they had Taysom Hill – he playing stole quarterback. Some of the thunder. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he took some of the rushes away. He took. Mm-hmm. He didn't catch the ball as much. No, um, um, but I love Kamara's balance and agility and burst. I think he's a great one too. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. He could have been one on my list. I was torn. Number two is Saquon Barkley. Durability is starting to be a thing. You know, he only played one game last year or two, one. Um, missed some time before that. The I one game he did play was against the Steelers, and they shut him down. And they shut him down. Uh, I think he's the most talented. I would. I mean, if they offered him for me for to Harris, I'm saying yes. Yeah, and he's still a young guy. He's only 24. Yeah, him and McCaffrey's one. Uh, they're both only 24. I thought they were both a little older than that. I mean, they, McCaffrey's been around the block a little bit. He has, and he missed a large portion of last season with yep. injury. Was great in the three games he showed up. I think he's still going to be great. We always have talked about he's probably going to be first pick in your fantasy draft again this year. Elite receiver, really good ball carrier. Um, if we're factoring in contract, I wouldn't trade Harris for McCaffrey. No. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but I think McCaffrey's a better football player. Right? Yeah. He's second. He's better than all of them. He's number one. But if you draft it, so if you get an opportunity to draft a running back who is a top 10 player at the position. You talking about fantasy or the real world? Real world. Real world. Okay. Real world. Yeah. I think I think Harris is, is in that range. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, when you start naming every back in the league that are the best at what they did, with all respect to Miles Sanders and Eklar, you know, I'd rather have Harris. Great. I'd rather have Harris. Yeah, and it's not even a conversation. And I haven't, I haven't seen him play a, a game in the NFL. Right. But I know that he can. And to your point about Ross Tucker, Ross has seen some stuff. Oh, Ross yeah. has played in the league. Ross has if, played in the league. If Ross says that Najee Harris is, is a high school senior – could have stepped in and played in the NFL. I got to believe. Yeah, he yeah. knows what he's talking about, and he's he's, he's been, broadcasted he get, that game for quite a few games yeah. in a row. He's been that. He's been the size that he is mm-hmm. 
from day one, like from day one, yeah, when he walked into high school, you know, we we had Tom Reed on in the previous segment, and he was talking about that, you know, the freshman coach looking at Najee Harris as a true freshman coming out in high school, saying, "Don't even bother here because you're going to kill some guys here, or <laughs> they're just going to pull you up the you know the varsity here soon." So. Yeah, don't waste my time. No, he's a pretty remarkable specimen. I mean, you're not the top recruit in the country by accident. Uh, some you guys should all, if you didn't listen to the segment already, uh, there's some pretty remarkable things about even his on-field production, but certainly you know Najee's, uh, you know, personal things, you know, growing up and whatnot. But he scored like what 99 two-point conversions in his <laughs> life or something insane like that. All the touchdowns he scored. Yeah, first time on the field, just dominant. Uh, it's going to be harder at this level, of course, but yeah. he did it at the highest level of college. I, he's not an Adrian Peterson type prospect. He was as rare a college. There's been player one of those player I've seen. But you know, I think when you look at, to me, it's kind of like he's he, he's kind of a, a smaller version of Derrick Henry, who mm-hmm. catches the ball better. I say, but the receiving skills are yeah. so much better. He has a unique body too. I mean, Henry has the most unique body yeah. that I've seen. I mean, he's. He's another. He looks like a big defensive end. He's from another he's planet, from a different planet. Yeah, and, and some of his remark high school stuff is crazy too. Yeah, he was playing small school football right. in Florida. I think he's the most rushing yards ever in. High yeah, school I mean he was playing like, like Class A football, just running in Florida. People, just he was the biggest people. guy in the field by far. And nobody, he's like Jim Brown in the fifties <laughs> right, or sixties, right. bigger you know? than his blockers, <laughs> and faster than everybody, and nastier. Yeah, but Najee, I mean that that wingspan, wide shoulder. Thin waist, long arms, big hands. Is... You might not think the wingspan matters that much oh, for running good. backs, but he uses a stiff arm. Well, well, and he catches the catch radius is huge. It's huge, and it's going to be an asset in protection. Yeah, in a big, big. We talk about left tackles having long arms. Well, there's a reason for that. Yeah, somebody asked me about that on on a chat recently, and like, you know, do you want to see? Uh, not, I know all the uh, the media can't wait to see what Najee Harris looks like in backs on backers, but I wouldn't do it with him. I'm like. Well, first of all, I've never seen a player get hurt in backs on backers. Mm-hmm. Secondly, they have to find out if he can do it. I bet he's the first rep. Oh, there's no doubt. <laughs> you know, yeah, going to be against Vince. And it's going to be yeah, it's going to be against DK Vince or, Williams or, or you know somebody good. Yes, yeah, somebody who's coming hard and can you stand up to it? Right. They got to see what you like, want to it. Be nice to Najee so he gets some confidence. No, no. Not, and you may only it, it, right? it may be once or twice, but you got to see it. Oh, you got to see it because he's going to see it in games. Teams are going to run guys at him. And he's going to be in protection in the preseason too. Yeah. You know, you got to see it. I mean, that's why I know Ben Roethlisberger wants to see him do it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we talked about all those rookies that are on my list. I mean, that's why they didn't see the field early. You yeah, know, Dobbins and because they weren't Taylor, sure. Right. I don't know. I did. I got at least got to see it a little bit. And it is interesting to me though that you have uh, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, the last of those rookies on that mm-hmm. list, because um, he got the most playing time of those guys last year. And certainly early on, without question. I know where to put him. You know, like. He could be on my fantasy team this year. I mean, they have a line. I mean, I, th- I think he's got a bright future. But it, where is he as a player right this minute? I just like 24 other guys better. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, but that's going to do it for this segment. Uh, interesting uh, little talk there. You're going to be doing more of these? Uh... Every position group. I'm not sure what the second one is. I'm going to be out of town all weekend, so I'm not going to write anything until probably Tuesday. I'll start. Good, uh, good luck ranking those wide receivers and stopping at yeah. 25. Right, right. <laughs> tough one. That's uh, one of maybe the deepest position in football. Yeah, it's probably going to be the hardest one the more I think about it. Yeah, getting just down to 25 guys. guys. There are. I remember last year I had to sort out the edges, you know, Bosa versus Garrett versus Watt. You know, I mean, it's hard to rank them. Yeah, no, no doubt. That's that's a – but it does, as you said, make it more – you know, when you start thinking about it in that way – you get a good feel for the position across the league, yeah. too. Because you, you don't usually do that globally. Like, you think, no. well, that guy's good, that guy's good. You yeah, never sit there and think, okay, which one would I rather have? Mm-hmm. 
and why? What do I really value? Like if you notice on this running back list, the pass catchers ability was yeah. big. It was really yeah. big. Because it would be real easy to just say, well, Derrick Henry's led the league in rushing the last two years. He's number right. one running back. Right, right, right. Uh, I'd rather play against Henry than Cook. Well, unless, I had, one. unless I had to tackle him. But <laughs> <laughs> the other guy, the, the 11 that are on the field, while I'm in the press box. <laughs> uh, but he is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. Uh, we want to thank Jacob Reck for, listen, or for keeping us on the air throughout the course of the show. And we want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.